0: Basics Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus, your host and the owner of RAWF in the game we all know and love as Wrestler Unstoppable. My co-host is running late again. Uh, hopefully he'll be here momentarily. But before we, so, uh, we'll, while we're waiting for him, let's uh, cover a couple of things here in RAWF. First of all, another we need another shout out. Another uh, round of prayers for Chiggs, whose manager is. Uh, and not in a good way at the moment. Please uh, send your prayers and your love towards Tiggs. Uh, we miss you, Tiggs, and get well soon. All right. And then let's get to a few. Re- we'll get to some uh, GM reports. Let's bring on our ultimate gauntlet GM. He is recognize that I am not alive, I'm the vibe, I'm the dance and the hour of time. I'm the chalk line, outline, everything is mine, from the wind to the earth to the shadows far behind, I'm the stars in the sky
1: and I shine so bright, I'm the turtle, I'm the reason that the day turns night, I'm the water and the sun, I'm the bullet and your gun, I'm the finger on the trigger and i about to blast one, I ain't never put a shit on bitch.
0: Gee, go ahead,
1: your family spam. Fuck around, beat an egg, hologram pig, don't weigh off the colour, don't bother with the tens. Me like the way I need my
0: face. Go with six feet with a chipman sleep with the right side green in my fleshful way. And then I'm making still sea. Potta open woes, dressed like He is
2: the paragon of greeting paragon. Good evening. Good evening, LA. Last time we left off with the ultimate gauntlet. We saw the Hawker. On a run, he had got up to 2-0, and however, he then stepped up to big bad Mavo O'Hare, who shut that run right down. Maeve O'Hare, of course, started her run with that defeat of the Hawkster, but it was stalled out at one as Teflon Sheik took over, defeating Maeve O'Hare. Teflon Sheik then went on to defeat DW, and Teflon Sheik is currently in a match against Beast in his third match of the gauntlet.
0: All right, so Teflon Sheik currently making a run uh, for a possible Ultimate Gauntlet shot uh, in the future. If he wins a couple more, we may be seeing uh, a rematch of the Immortal Griffith and Teflon Sheik, this time for the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship. Thank you, Paragon, very much. And uh, I see that my co-host has arrived. He is... Ladies and gentlemen, El Vacant is here. Hola, El Vacant. Hola, señor. ¿Cómo está? I'm fine. I'm fine. Again, again running a little late. Boy, the nephews, someone, nephews partying again outside or what's going on? Uh, no,
1: no. This is this is actually my fault. I, uh, You know, I got tired of, uh, you know, all the eating out of the truck all the time and I tried a local restaurant yesterday and I guess, you know, the way they spice the food around here, I, it was... Uh, you know, didn't quite agree with me, so I was unfortunately, you know, in the, you know, in the little boys' room, as it were. Uh, I was kind of stuck there for a little bit. Yeah, who, who knew that uh, bland gringo food could do that?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> consider, yeah, I'm sorry, sorry you had that episode. Hopefully, that, that, hopefully you you got rid, got rid of everything, and you won't have to run to the bathroom during the show.
1: Uh, no, no, I think we're all good. I think we're good.
0: Because right. I don't think
1: there's much left. So I mean, maybe a kidney. But.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, while we do, well, we'll continue on now with GM reports. Glad to have you with us, El Vacant. Let's get the tag team report from Unstoppable. The tags report. Congrats to Swords and Scimitars who placed first this season. and will be facing Hotness at the pay per view for the tag team titles. Three teams went undefeated this season. The final top five teams are. Swords and Scimitars, Sheik and Claymore in first. In second were Hellbound, which was Devilson and Rattlesnake Ron. In third, Malevolent malevolent Carnage, the Mancunian Maniac and Cassie Joe. In fourth is Hawkster and Mithras, and in fifth place, Amor, DW and Flashy. The final top ten of this season has been posted on the RAWF main page in the Tag's Top Ten Rankings. The new season of tags is open for signups, but we'll be closing tomorrow. This is your last chance to join this coming season of tags. And the extra points tournament is now open. You'll have one week to join in before it closes. So that from Unstoppablet. Thank you, Unstop-a-Bot. Uh Next up is 32 to 1. Uh, it is currently in week four. Uh, Week 4 of 32-1 has been posted. Final Four wrestlers are Immortal Griffith taking on Rattlesnake Ron and Marcus Conan taking on Luke Cage. So that is 32-1 getting down to the Final Four. Next up, our Powerball GM. If see if he has anything to report. He is... Ladies and gentlemen, he is the Razor. Good evening, Razor.
3: Good evening, L.A. Good evening, Al Bacon.
0: All right. So, Razor, anything to report from Powerball? I really I, – I know I know the Powerball tournament's over, but maybe you'd like to give us an update on when we can uh, start guessing numbers again.
3: I'm probably going to get that started tomorrow afternoon, but uh... – is El Vacant available?
0: El Vacant, are you there? See, sorry, my mic got uh, muted there. What, what's going on?
3: I just wanted your analysis on the upcoming Powerball title match. I think it's really going to be a good one with Killer versus uh, Rattlesnake Run. What do you think?
1: Shark versus Snake. Uh, I mean, normally, well, wait, are we? Are we? Are they? Are they fighting in desert or water?
3: Well, we're going to be on a, a tropical island, so it could oh, be both, I guess. Oh,
1: that's a good point. Uh, hmm. I, you know, I, I, I think I go with the snake on this one. I think, I think, I think he's a little quicker, and I think, you know, when he he strikes out like that, you know, he's full of venom. So I think I go with snake.
3: Hmm, interesting. Interesting point of view.
0: Okay, well, the analysis of the Powerball Championship. Yes, Rattlesnake Ron taking on Killin' Neptune. It's a po- good, though, we'd be remiss, Razor, if we didn't mention that Killin' Neptune has the longest reign as Powerball Champion in in, in that title's history. So uh, you can't say he doesn't know what he's getting into when he goes to face Rattlesnake Ron. All right, Razor, you say you're going to st- start the new season tomorrow? Yes,
3: I am planning on getting sign-ups, or everyone guessing their numbers tomorrow afternoon, and we will see what happens.
1: Right. I would like to guess number 742.
0: You do that. You, you'll you be wrong, but you do that. Why? How do you know? Maybe it's right. could happen. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Razor. And uh, for now, that is all of the reports I've got, I do believe, because no other GMs are present and accounted for. So uh, we'll uh, move on. Uh, By the way, folks, here at about 1130, so in about a little over an hour and 15 minutes, we will have uh, the CEO and the COO of Sports Unstoppable, Will and Kevin, uh, respectively, uh, they will be here to give us an update on the happenings here in Wrestler Unstoppable that's to happen in about an hour and a half or so. All right, L Vacant, you have the ranking, sir. Uh see,
4: yeah,
0: right here. All right, would you, uh, would you regale us with what you have right there, the ranking? All right, I, will, I can, I and I will. All right,
1: so everybody, this is, uh, if I am reading this correctly, this is six, six out of ten matches. Six. 6, out of ten, this matches. So, uh, you know, you got four more to go. Uh, and so where we stand right now, we have in 25th place, the Marquis de San. In 24th place, <laughs> Hola, me, I see you. I see you out there. I see you. It's up to you in a little bit, okay. In 23rd place, we have Uncle Frank. In 22nd place, we have Liam O'Shaughnessy. In 21st place, we have Cassie Joe. In 20th place, we have Rattlesnake runs. That's fun to do, actually. I'm going to do that from now on. All right. he get these smiles every time I do it. It's great. Um, in 19th place, we have cha Because it's just fun to say. In 18th place, we have Papa Shaker. In 17th place, we have, oh, hola, Cougar. You're in 17th. Congratulations. In uh, 16th place, we have – I've been seeing this name. I I still don't know who this guy is. I've never spoken to him. Someone named Spade. I have to go go check out the locker room and find out who this guy is because I keep saying his name in list this month, and I don't know why. All right. In 15th place, we have simply the best. No, I don't even need to say it. I've said it before. In 14th place, we have these. In 13th place, we have our extra points winner, the Immortal Griffith. In 12th place, we have the most aptly named individual in the company, the unsettled Chris Cage. In 11th place, oh, look at that. Clickety-clack, it's the hobo attack. Hobo Ezekiel in 11th place. In 10th place, we have Denzel the Giant. He's quite large, I
3: have to admit.
1: In 9th place, we have the Hockster Bully. In 8th place, we have Big Greg. In 7th place, we have Domino Warrior. In 6th place, we have Mistress the typo machine himself, Mr. I-don't-need-a-damn-shirt. In 5th place, we have Kane, the Mr. Can't-spell-the-word-governor. In 4th place, we have... In 3rd place, we have the Hell Machine, Luke Cage. And then an interesting triumvirate here. Hold on, triumvirate, however you would say it. the top two are an interesting pair. In second place, we have Claymore. And in first place, we have his tag team partner, Teflon Chic. And out of six out of ten matches, that's where we stand.
0: All right. Thank you, L Vacant. That is six out of the ten matches for this rankings period. And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, she cracked me up put the the. You shake a morocco when you do that, or are you actually use it using your 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 tongue when you do the rattles? What stuff, right? the snake? Yeah,
1: it's just, just my mouth. I'm very talented with my tongue.
0: Yeah, I kind of left that open for you, didn't I? Right. You're not, right, not, right. Not, okay. All right. So that is our top 25 thus far in the rankings period, six out of 10 ranking matches. Next up, uh, let's go ahead. I want to congratulate Papa Shaker, who last week on Superstars won the Superstars championship from the Hawkster Bully uh, after the match Bully was attacked. And we'll talk about that here in just a little bit as well. But uh, yeah, congratulations, Papa Shaker, the new Superstars champion. That was last week in Miami. All right. Now we turn to tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, live from the Coliseo de Juan, San, San Juan. It is Coliseo de Puerto Rico it, in San Juan, Puerto Rico. It is RAWF Tropical Aggression live on pay-per-view. We will be live here on, on Blog Talk Radio at 7 p.m. Eastern. But uh, here's the quick rundown of what we've got thus far. Main event for the World Heavyweight Championship at the Immortal Griffith versus Domino Warrior. The first time, her first opportunity at the World Heavyweight Championship. Can she capitalize? Mithras the title machine to defend the Platinum Dragon Championship against his mate in Necessary Evil Claymore. Uh, Big Greg to defend the national title against Denzel the Giant. Koogs is to, to scheduled to defend the estrogen title, but she has yet to choose an opponent since she won the biatch of the month and gets to do so. Um, was hoping she would show up tonight and be able to uh, enlighten us on who her opponent tomorrow's tropical aggression is. Hopefully she still will. Uh, if not, I guess we find out tomorrow at tropical aggression. Fu Bar City Championship. Liam O'Shaughnessy defends against Hobo Ezekiel, and of course uh the Paul the Paul hanging over this match the death of Hobo's good friend Mama Moose and Liam the prime suspect uh several entities involved in this including Mori Povich who is supposed to uh eventually uh give them the results of the of the DNA test or whatever it is that, that proves Liam's innocence or guilt. he's Nailed- not the father. What's that? <laughs> Maeve O'Hare to defend the Midnight Hobo Championship against the Teflon Sheik. Knox Boogie defends the Triple Crown Championship against Luke Cage and Hotshot Chaz. Slashy to defend the Multimedia Championship against Beast. Hotness will defend the Tag Team titles against former champions Swords and Scimitars. Oh. Ow. Hopefully, we do not know who who Hobo Ezekiel will defend the White Lightning Champion. That's a chip against. That's another uh, thing we hope to find out later tonight. Killing Neptune to defend the Champions Choice Championship against the Hawkster. And uh, a chosen one chooses match, meaning Hawkster can only do one move of his choice the entire match. No bag or defense, of course, for Hawkster. Hatfield and McCoy. Hotshot Chaz defend against Denzel the Giant. Uh, as we talked about earlier, Rattlesnake Ron defending the Powerball Championship against Kill and Neptune. Other matches on the card: Hotshot Chaz to take on Aaron McFadden. This one's a uh, grudge match from last year. These two had a couple of matches uh, late last year, and then and and this one's while there's no title on the line, definitely some rankings position. Uh, as simply the best has signed on to take on the Hawkster Bully. Uh, has challenged the Hawkster bully. Hawkster has accepted uh, after STB attacked the Hawkster after his loss of the Superstars title to Papa Shaker. STB wanting to make a statement and get himself back into the title picture. Hawkster wants to do the same. This is not only a high-rankings match, uh, it, is, uh, it is apparently some bad blood between the Hawkster and simply the best. All right. So that is our rundown from Tropical Aggression. El Vacant, real quick. Pick one match you'd like to discuss.
1: I mean, I mean, I I think oh, there's always that, you know, how do you not discuss the world championship? But because everyone's going to be discussing that, I think we should we should focus on something else. Um, let's see. What do I think is going to be an interesting match? Actually, I think. Uh, the, the
0: platinum dragon match is going to be interesting i mean Mr. and claymore they i mean they're, they're they're in the same they're both in necessary evil they're they're allies at the they're allies right now uh but they have in the past had some pretty knockdown out <laughs> matches this is not the first time we've seen these two match up uh on the big stage so uh, it should definitely be an interesting match for the heart and soul of rawf uh yeah, and i will open, say I uh, look,
1: we both know lots of things could happen here. It, it, you know, with the stable in question, it could just be, you know, business as usual where they just do a, you know, finger poke, boom, kind of a situation. But, you know, with the, with the two people involved here, and, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but in the egos involved. Like, you know, you have to have a pretty strong sense of self to be anything in this industry, and, and they both do, right? They both have very strong... Uh, wills to win I don't I don't think that's going to happen I think what we're going to see is is two men go out there and fight each other as hard as they can to prove a point even even if it's just to themselves um and frankly I'm hoping that's what we see because I think that will be a really good match right I mean these are these are two men who uh had pretty impressive runs as world champion they've had very impressive runs elsewhere in the company I believe you have the world's, uh, the, the company's longest uh, reigning ho- midnight hobo champion, and the company, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the company's longest reigning high-voltage champion. See?
0: Yes, correct.
1: Right. You know, so, you know, they have they have actually kind of similar pedigrees in the company, right? Like, these, you know, they're both Hall of Famers, they're both former world champions, they both hold records in the company. You know, like, this is, this is one of those matches that could Frankly, steal the show. It, it 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 could look. I see you, immortal one out there. You you just stop making faces. You, yeah, I know every match you mean is a bit. event. I know, I've heard you say it. But my point still fits. This could steal the show. This could be the highlight of the night. All
0: right, I I can't disagree with that. Uh, I think there's several other matches that have the potential to do that as well. Uh, Maeve and Sheik for the Midnight Hobo Championship, certainly interesting. Liam and Hobo for the Fubar City Championship also should be a a barn burner. So uh, looking forward to Tropical Regression tomorrow, as is our first guest tonight. He, uh, the world title on the line, facing Domino Warrior, getting her first opportunity at the World Heavyweight Championship. Let's talk to our World Heavyweight Champion. He is... man your world heavyweight champion among other titles that he holds but the only one he's defending tomorrow night is uh the world heavyweight championship he is the immortal griffith griffith good evening <laughs>
1: uh good good evening uh, just give me one second y- you you uh, me yeah yeah you um baby baby top me? R- really the R-E-W world champion you're going to Talk to me like that? Why? I mean, I was just, you know, I'm just doing my job, color commentator. Got to be colorful, you know. haha. he is jokes. These are the jokes.
4: <sighs> the jokes. Yeah.
1: It was actually pretty funny. You're, you're really lucky. It wasn't six months ago. That's,
0: that's all I'm gonna say.
3: <laughs> right. So, LA, how, how you, how you been?
0: How you doing? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Enjoying. Did, how was the flight over from the, sta- the states? We're now here in Puerto Rico, of course. Oh, uh, no, I, I I took my yacht. You did? Oh, your yacht, of course. Oh, of yeah. course, you did. Give, give me was a I? To
1: fail. I haven't failed in ages.
0: Oh, well. Considering considering uh, one of your, your, your previous, uh, um, how, you, how you say, professions? Yes, previous professions. That's that's hard to believe. And yes, Puerto Rico is is technically part of the U.S. Uh, you know, so but you know, it's still you still have to get over. You still have to fly over here. So, of course, in 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 gross's case, sail. Well, I mean, you're and certainly then, not right. driving. Yeah, you're not going to drive, and, and, and there's no bridge. I can tell you that. Uh, but at any rate. Uh, so with that being said, Griffith tomorrow night, Domino Warrior getting her first opportunity at the World Heavyweight Championship in her R.A.W.F. career. Now, she's been – she has been very tough, very – you know, she has been up there consistently since her arrival in R.A.W.F. last year. Uh, this is her first go-round for the World Heavyweight Championship. Unfortunately, she has to face you. Uh, but are you – she worry, has not – it, it would not be the first time she has snuck up on somebody is she is there any chance she's gonna sneak up on you tomorrow night so I caught her her promo that she put out and
1: you know and I replied and I'll, I'll I'll sort of repeat myself here and something I said in there d w isn't a joke right no one no one REWF is the premier company in this industry, period, end of sentence, no holds barred, no, no questions asked, right? It simply is the best competition this industry has seen. And that being said, any person who consistently finds himself in the top 10 month after month after month is no joke. Right? I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and berate her skills. I'm not gonna sit here and take the cheap shot that others people might take or that even she might take. I, I'm above that. She has earned her shot at what is mine, and good for her. Now, does that mean I'm concerned about her? Does that mean I fear her? No, certainly not. I mean, I I thought it was interesting that she spent so much time talking about how she doesn't fear me and how she's not and all this you know, that she made a point of that, which makes me question the veracity of her words, but maybe she's just trying to make sure that I know that she's very confident. But good for her. I hope she is. I hope she comes into that ring as confident as she sounds. I hope she believes in herself as much as her ragtag little group of yes men believe in her. Because she's going to need that faith in herself to perform at a level that will give her even the slightest chance of taking this belt from my hands. Because I am the most decorated champion in REW history for a reason. I am no flash in the pan. I am no joke. I am no silly gimmick packaged and sold for these fans. I am exactly... What I say I am. (laughs) And that's notorious. I have no intention of walking out of that ring sans this title. So am I worried? No. But do I take her seriously? Fucking course I do. This is the RAWF World Heavyweight Championship. No one gets a shot at it without earning it plain and simple.
0: She has indeed earned the right to chase you tomorrow night. There's no doubt about it. She has been uh very consistent very tough and you know and it was not her her win over Hawker was the first time she had won a world title contender match so uh good luck to good luck to both of you no doubt about it any any final words for D.W.
1: Diesel, this may sound mean, this may sound like I'm trying to get into your skin, but I'm not, I mean this. All of those little lick spittle yes men that showed up to flock behind you telling you how you're going to do it and how you're you're exactly who it's going to be what it takes to take this title away from me, They're not your friends. They are users. And they are using you because you are the only hope they have of dethroning me. Because they know they can't do it. So they are hoping beyond hope that you somehow do the thing that they know they are incapable of. So that they have an easier target to win gold from. They won't tell you that because they don't have the balls, but there's one thing I have never been accused of and that's not having the balls to tell someone the truth to their face. So yeah, we're going to dance, we're going to have fun, and according to you, you're going to, how did she say it? Oh, right, slap the shit out of me. Well, that's great. It's happened before, but while you're busy slapping me, I'll be busy putting you on fucking conscious. Welcome to the fucking god slayer. When you wake up, And they tell you you lost, and all you hear echoing through the PA system are those two words that every immortal fan has come to know and love, and still you'll know (laughs) that I did exactly what I said I would do.
0: I made you famous. Ladies and gentlemen, the immortal Griffith squares off against Domino Warrior for the World Heavyweight Championship Tomorrow night in the main event of Tropical Aggression. Thank you, Griffith, for your time. Mm-hmm. All right. It seems like he's focused, El Vacant, and um, he certainly uh, is ready for. We will see what happens tomorrow night at Tropical Aggression. All right. Are you ready, Jesus? It's time to bring on our reigning Midnight Hobo champion. Uh, he always,
1: is. always. That's- Yeah, she's probably not (laughs) going to threaten me.
0: (laughs) She is. night hobo champion, she is the lovely Mabel Hair. Mave, good evening.
5: Good evening, Bossman. Good evening, Vacant.
0: No.
4: Oh, yeah.
0: oh, yeah.
5: Be better tomorrow.
4: Not I mean Okay.
0: Okay. Right. Well, so it seems you're a little seems you're a little down maybe. Seems offered to offer my knee now. <laughs> What's on your mind going into this title match against the Teslan Oh Sheets?
5: No, I, I, I can't imagine what I've got on my mind, boss man. What could I possibly be thinking about going against a man that has just beaten me the last two times I faced him, uh, almost beat English for the world title last month, uh, and has spent his time uh, coming up with more of his cute little products. I really should look into getting me a barrister and suing him for using the name and likeness. Because cause he's, he's really pushing it.
0: A, a, a barrister? Why? Why? What, you need someone to make you coffee? No, yeah, that's Barista. Uh, oh, sorry. What's
5: uh, a barrister? An, an attorney, boss.
0: Oh, that's uh, okay. I got gotcha. you. I hear you. To I mean, I, that
5: being said, I, I, would, I wouldn't say no to a coffee.
0: Oh. Uh, well, unfortunately, you may need one, uh, Maze, because I have here on the soundboard a message from your opponent tomorrow night at oh, Tropical Aggression. Oh,
5: for sake. Let's,
0: let hear, let's, hear. let's hear now right, from
5: – Wait, wait, wait. Let me Let me brace myself. So yeah, just, sh- sh- shove, shove over there if I can. I need to sit down. Yeah. All
0: righty. Let's hear now hmm. from the Teflon Sheet.
3: and infidels, rejoice. Tropical aggression is finally upon us, and the Sheik is ready to deliver you all from the Maeve O'Hare error. Era? Era? No, let's go with error. The RAWF is home to a great many titles. For the longest time, the Sheik was entirely focused on two of them, the tag team titles and the world title. And I'm not too proud to tell you that I'm consistently in the mix for those two straps, particularly this month. So why go after the Midnight Hobo title? Why trouble myself with this semi-precious metal when I'm mining for true gold? Why seek to have an achievement that's named after some form of rot-gut liquor? The answer is quite simple. The Sheik couldn't care less about the Midnight Hobo title. This isn't about collecting gold, finishing bucket lists, uh, taking what's mine, or clamoring for respect, as most of the idiots on the roster will scream about. Because I literally don't care. This is about control. This is about changing the narrative. This is about waving my left hand only to knock out my opponents with my right. And none of you even realize what that truly means. And the Sheik is content to keep it that way for now. What I can tell you is this. The Sheik and Terror Inc. gave Maeve O'Hare all the momentum and success she now enjoys. Well, it's time to pay the check. That momentum will now be reclaimed by the Sheik. The spoils of victory will be fastened around my waist. And Maeve will be expressed and revealed as the biggest failure our faction ever associated with. And keep in mind, we associated with Money Sue and Wardog Alpha. The Sheik will indeed take the title, ending this annoyingly long winning streak, and claim complete and total victory over that ginger wench. She's mine to control, to steer, to do with what I will. And she knows it. This is the control that I will seize. She wants the streak to continue. That makes me want to end it even more. And after my resounding victory, I'm not going to finish there. After I've defeated her physically and crushed her emotionally, the Sheik is going to drag her by that mop she calls a hairdo, and I'm going to hold her up in front of the face of the immortal Griffith. Because with that victory... My path back to the world title match is all but sealed. And as he stares into the bloody beaten face of his favorite Winter of the Week, he'll know the narrative has changed and that the Sheik is en route to do the same thing to him. The Midnight Hobo title is irrelevant. And truth be told, the Sheik plans to rename that belt anyway. I will not be associated with that unsavory spirit. I'm not surprised that Maid held it so long. She is Irish and it is a title named after liquor. But her reign with that title ended the moment the referee counted three in my contender match a few weeks ago. The bell is told. The Sheik used to try to encourage you to achieve your potential, Maeve, but at Tropical Aggression, I am through trying to shove Puerto Rican sunshine up your lily-white ass. This ends only one way, my way. I'm taking control, I'm changing the narrative, and I am ending your streak. And once I do, you will. Bow to me, dog! Hello!
1: I don't think it's very PC to call women dog anymore
6: just
0: just saying you guys okay Maeve your reaction to what you just heard Maeve
5: I can't say but I'm surprised because I've heard this all before from him the, the thing that, that so many folks don't seem to realize about the Teflon Sheik is he's only got like four ideas, and only one of them is even remotely interesting. Uh, so you know we've we've got the classics. I, I got you where you are, uh, which might have been true this time last year, um, but I got the midnight hobo belt well after I cut ties with Chevrolet. Caprice. Um for the record
1: you got yourself where you are. He all he did was hold you back for a few months.
5: Thank hey, thank you for the vote of confidence bacon ladder. It's appreciated. Um, I mean he's going he's going to drag me by my hair like a caveman. Um and even now, with all that he said about me, it's still not about me. Because guess who's still living rent-free inside his head? English. That's why he wants to beat me. Because he couldn't beat English and he reckons he'll do the next best thing. And it's, it's very flattering for him to think that it would matter that much if he beat me for a belt he says he don't even want, but he wants a belt any belt so bad he can taste it, and I know that going into this, and that's fine i want I want him to want that belt because that means when he hears the words and still it's gonna make him that much matter, and maybe if I'm real real lucky. He will get so mad that he will spontaneously combust and we can celebrate bonfire night early. That's what I think about what Teflon Sheik had to say.
0: Well, there's definitely no love lost between you and the Teflon Sheik. Uh, no doubt about it, it is going to be a barn burner for that Midnight Hobo Championship tomorrow. Uh, Mave, any final thoughts?
5: Yeah, I'd like... I uh, know that he's going to go back and listen to this later because, God forbid, he slum it with us normal folks during the actual show. Uh, but I want you to remember something, Sheik Lad. I want you to, to think real hard I know I know it's not your strong suit, but if you try real hard, perhaps you can remember that I know you just as well as you know me. I shared a locker room with you. I went to your damned board meetings. And I know things about you that most folks in this locker room don't. So any one-up that you think you have on me... I got two for you in the back pocket. So I'd be real, real careful how I act tomorrow, were I you.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, Maeve O'Hare is set to defend her Midnight Hobo Championship against the Teflon Sheet tomorrow at Tropical Aggression. Uh, Good luck to you tomorrow, Maeve.
5: Thank you, Bossman. Thank you, Vakens.
0: All right, we're going to take a quick song break. When we return, we will talk to uh, the First Lady of Anarchy, the Cougar. Uh, She's got a lot. We got a lot to talk to her about. Uh, And there are others on deck as well, including at 1130, folks, we will be talking with the CEO and COO of Sports Unstoppable as well, getting an update on Wrestler Unstoppable. This is REWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Network. We'll be back in just a few moments. Okay, apparently the music has stopped unexpectedly. Can you guys hear me? Hello? What was that? I
6: hey, I don't know. I hear you.
0: Oh, that was weird. The music just... that that, that was, was weird. Maybe maybe
1: the internet realized that that song is horrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ah, you don't like that song, El Vacant? N- n- no. Oh, okay. Well, real quick, before we get back into it, I have this, another mysterious vokaroo message uh, from a lady we heard from a couple of weeks ago. Let's listen in. To tell me, my
7: sweet. Tell me. What has made you come back? Mm-hmm. you heard the whisper.
0: what it was. There's no doubt about it. All right. Time to bring on the First Lady of Anarchy. Please welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Wow!
4: What doesn't kill you makes you stronger.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the First Lady of Anarchy, the reigning estrogen champion, and GM of the High Voltage and Anything Goes divisions, she is the Cougar Coops. Good evening.
8: Good evening, La. How are you?
0: I am wonderful. And you and are you are you are you ready for uh, for tomorrow's Tropical Aggression? We got all of our eyes eyes dotted and T's crossed. Not really oh okay that doesn't sound good uh would you like to extrapolate your statement
8: well did we want to start with divisions or did we want to start with my other personal problem
0: let's Well, uh, i i think we'll start with your divisions
8: all righty high voltage has ended and our winner No, i want to start with explaining Everybody, please remember, White Lightning is trash talk heavy. So even if you think you may count out or you think you might lose, please trash talk. The person that won this season only won two matches, but they talked their butt off and accumulated 140 points. Actually, mm-hmm. 160 if I count their match wins. So... You can get 140 points just for talking your butt off in every match, and you can only get 35 points if you win every match. So it is very trash talk heavy. So you've got to remember to talk, tell a story. If your opponent is not cooperating, sing me a song. I don't care. As long as you're trash talking every single set more than good luck, I ran into the post.
4: here's
8: your brains. Everybody's got one. Hopefully they have a little creativity in there. But the closest person to our winner, it was tied for three and it was 120 points.
0: Wow. Damn. All right, well, folks, that just goes to show you can't just sit on your laurels and, and wrestle your matches. If you get in the High Voltage Invitational, you got to do a lot more to win that. So, uh, Coogs, what is the type, who who was the big winner in, of the High Voltage Invitational?
8: You'll never guess. Me? Who? <clears throat> you have to be in my division to win.
1: Oh. Well, that's.
6: <laughs>
8: Uh, who talks the most, do you think?
0: Uh, okay, so when you said I'd never guess, you're being sarcastic because apparently it's, it's easy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, then I'll say Mithras.
8: No, but he is in the top four. Oh. Chris Cage.
0: Ah, okay. So Chris Cage will be challenging Hobo Ezekiel tomorrow for the White Lightning Championship. Gotcha. Chris Keyes. and
8: then we have we have Mithras, Wolfie, and Rattlesnake Ron already securing a position into next season. If you do not want that, please let me know immediately so I can move to the next person in line.
0: All right, sounds good. Uh, how about anything goes? We got anything? Got anything going there?
8: We will have the finals tomorrow at. Uh, tropical aggression. It will be between a triple threat between wildfire, DW, and Liam. Uh, we have an odd number because somebody left mid-season. If we end up having a tie like we did last time, I will limit the the uh, choices that the champion gets to use for defense. So that we have more control over it. We don't have to worry about trying to make sure everybody's following the rules. We'll do something where we can actually set no defense or none of this or none of that. Because so last time we had a little. Triple threat. Right now it's a triple threat. Mm-hmm. DW. Mm-hmm. Wildfire.
0: Wildfire. And Liam. And Liam. All right.
8: I do have their match. They will be fighting in a test of strength match. That match is only moves from the hold column are allowed. There is no defense. If you choose to use an illegal move, you can and will be disqualified.
0: All right. So a triple threat. This winner of that triple threat gets a shot at, at Hobo Ezekiel's Anything Goes Championship which means there will not be an Anything Goes title match tomorrow. All right. That is All right. So, by the way, folks, there will also not be a men's title match tomorrow. Deez does not have to defend his men's championship tomorrow due to the fact that the Arsehole of the Month is still ongoing, and that is completely and utterly all my fault. So I take I take the blame for that. It should have been set at three days rather than seven days. So... Uh, when that tournament does end, and the new one will be starting up pretty quick, pretty soon. As a matter of fact, I may get that going tomorrow. But uh, um, when that, when the winner of that tournament do, is found out, we will see who will challenge these for the men's championship. It will be on the superstars immediately following the end of that tournament. All right, so Cougs. Now the big now now the big one the estrogen title on the line you of course won biatch of the month uh, congratulations and you just continue to dominate that tournament uh, please uh, have you chosen an opponent for tomorrow?
8: Kind of sort of I'm um, picking because there's really no other choice you know I did a scene to try and let everybody have an option or a chance to say they even wanted a shot let alone tell me why they deserved it I had one show up and tell me thanks for thinking of them they don't want it, give it to someone else I had one show up saying I was afraid to face them yet they weren't even in the tournament and are no longer in the company I had one that I wouldn't mind fighting her but this would make three times in a row and that kind of gets boring <laughs> and then I had another one show up who unfortunately was not in the tournament because I would not have minded giving her a shot. And that was Miss Beautiful. So okay. I'm going to go with my short list and Kitty Kabam will get the shot by default.
0: I like that. That's Kitty Kabam. And as far as I could remember, I'm not sure Kitty Kabam, it might be her first title shot ever in R.A.W.S. So Kitty Kabam... Uh, that's going to be good. the Battle of the Felines tomorrow. The Cougar versus the Kitty. I'm looking forward to it. I That'll be a good one, to say the least. All right. Very nice, Cubes. So, with that being said, anything to say to Kitty Kabam?
8: Mm, sharpen your claws. Be ready to try and outshine the world champion match. I know it will be difficult, but... Uh Wildfire and I have come pretty close two times in a row, so I'm sure the felines can definitely do it.
0: All right. Kitty Kabam to challenge the First Lady of Anarchy, the cougar, for the estrogen title tomorrow. Ah, I, I, I'm, I'm I think I deserve credit for not
1: saying the obvious thing here.
0: Meow? Close. All right. Uh, With that being said, good luck tomorrow, Cougar, against Akiti Kabam. Good luck to Chris Cage against Hobo Ezekiel for the White Lightning Championship. Should be a fun match to watch all the way around. All right. Thank you, Cougs. Anything else? Anything quickly you wanted to cover?
8: Nope. We're good. I'll try and get the next uh, season of White Lightning started for sign-up.
0: All right. Thank you. Thank you, Cougs. All right. Moving along. We're going to have to try to get this all in before the next couple of few little minutes so we can get to the Sports Unstoppable report at the end of the show. Let's bring on our reigning Platinum Dragon champion. He is. and dragon champion he is Mithras the title machine good evening mithras lord amadeus how are you i'm fine i'm fine
9: hola, uh, hola como esta mi amigo hey uh we be in we in well okay hey uh, so amadeus i just got to say love the barrister joke uh i don't know how many people got it but i loved it <laughs> and, you know, Barista Barrister and all that, but uh, you know, whatever. And uh for El uh, Vacant, um, I think it was, um, I don't know what you were gonna say about the fight between Kitty and Kooks, but I know I was thinking, wow, what a cat fight that would be. And then, um so I'm assuming that was what you were gonna say. And then as far as Kooks you know, just for all the folks uh listening and in the chat I I got to back her up on the uh, the fact that you know it's the the division is trash talk heavy because uh, you know I don't know what happened but basically uh, through mismanagement of my time I lost two matches for timeouts and one was just a lame loss that I should have won um, typical Mithras fashion. Uh, You know, it it happened, but still being in the number four slot um, and having lost all three matches says a lot. And uh, so I I think, you know, that's really a testament uh, to how Coots is is running the division and, um, you know, how how it's pretty balanced in terms of, you know, some things you can't help. You know, And, and sometimes lady luck is sending lightning bolts down on you. And uh, sometimes you fuck up your clock. So, anyway, sorry about the F-bomb there. But uh, I wanted to um, just say a couple things about, about Claymore, the, the match with Claymore. Um, you know, I, I think uh, it was Vacant who had it, I think, right, um, I hope, uh, that we're going to try to make it the, the highlight of the evening. There's going to be no uh, shenanigans, so to speak, uh, you know, because I like the title. And, and I like cuts. And even though there was a question about a match a while ago, which were obviously false questions um, with me and she, uh, you know, he won fair and square, you know, by me just walking away. Um, in any event, uh, yeah, so it'll be a tough match. And I, I'm already getting my tactics and strategy together um, because I know how we fought in previous matches. I was thinking about asking for hardcore but then I decided, nope, I'm not going to do hardcore. Let's just go clean and fair and not fair so much, but clean and, and normal um, and make it easy for, for uh, everybody uh, to go with a regular match. So there is that. And then the other thing is I wanted to just point out um, finally is that in my latest promos, I I know that they, <laughs> my, the, the mistress promos can occasionally get long, um, but – I've interjected a few things in there that I hope people will at least read that part, which are the pop-ups with facts and information about professional wrestling because, uh, you know, even though we've got some great talent in RAWF, there's definitely a knowledge gap. And uh, I just wanted to help folks out understand, you know, uh, things like why do wrestlers wear wrist tape? Why is there wrist tape around their fingers? You know, why, what is the referee's position? There isn't one, really. It's, that's amateur. It's, it's a learnable uh, tie-up or lock-up uh, to start normally. Uh, why, do, why do wrestlers shake hands? Well, it's to show how loose or how stiff they are. What does that mean? That means that a stiff wrestler is somebody who doesn't you know, know how to hold, pull their punches. Not that anybody would ever do that. Uh, but it lets the other wrestler know how how, uh, how tough and tight that match is going to be. On the other hand, if it's loose, which it should be, um, that lets the wrestlers know how fluid things are going to be. But a lot of people don't have any idea about this. And so, like I say, I, I, I realize that there's a lot of, you know, back and forth between Elsa and Candice and Doc and Mithers. But if if you just kind of uh, skim through and look at least look for those pop-ups, I hope – I hope you find them interesting because that's the idea. It's, it's not about really promoting Mithras as much as it is helping other folks.
1: So. That's <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you, When did, um, like, I, I'm assuming your production team hired some guy from VH1 from back in the day?
9: Uh, well, we did go to a, um, to a retirement home, and the, the last guy to be involved with music videos on VH1 and on TV. Is about 97 years old uh, because it was way, way, way back. Um, you know, I think Gerald Ford was president um, when they were running music videos. So we had to go way, way back and find somebody who hadn't died. Um, but, yeah, we, we got their advice on how to do that and what, what sound effects to use. Um, so, yeah, and, and a lot of that, quite frankly, was the production crew's own knowledge in terms of the content. Um, in fact, I think all of it. Is their own knowledge. I, I can't think of anything that was uh, researched, uh, really more than a little bit. But it was all uh, their own knowledge.
0: All right, so, now, Amadeus. I'm wondering,
9: what do you think? What do you think, Amadeus? Do you like that info, or is it kind of superfluous, or dumb, or lame, or?
0: No, it's great. So, I, I'd never, I'd never really known about the wrist tape until I heard you say, until I saw what you said about it. It's like, oh, well, that makes sense. Uh, I like learning new things. New, learning new things is fun. I, I just learned what 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 that a banister is a lawyer earlier today. So you know that that. That's no, fun. no, he
1: makes you a, a cafe latte.
0: <laughs> I thought you said that was a, 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 a. I thought you said that was a barista.
1: No, that's the thing you sit at when you want a beer.
0: I thought that was a banister.
1: No, that's... <laughs> You're <Yes,
0: sir. clears throat> killing me here. You're killing Anyways, me. okay. Well, that, anywho. Anyways. So, uh yes. Yeah. Mithras. By the way. Uh, yes, sir. You, vacant <clears throat> earlier mentioned he thinks you need to wear more shirts. Are, are you are you in agreement or disagreement with that? I did not
6: say that. No, a dirty lie.
0: No, not at all. No, not no. at all. Candace and Elsa, Candace and Elsa,
9: pick out all my clothes and they never buy shirts. So.
0: Sorry. Okay. Well, that's fair.
9: All right. <laughs> well, so I have to go without
1: hanging out with them. I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm pretty sure I watched them surreptitiously throwing what shirts he had away. Ah, okay, that well, would not fair, surprise.
9: fair enough. Actually, well, they gave them to Denzel. They gave them to Denzel and and Gray because they figured, well, they need to cover up up top, so you know, whatever.
0: Yeah. All right, well, Mithras, good luck to you tomorrow against yes, Claymore. I hate, thank you. Hate to hurry you up, but we got Thanks. we're a little time no, constrained right now. Got a lot going on. Got a lot going Go on. For it. All right, Mithras, the title machine, ladies and gentlemen. He will face Claymore for the Platinum Dragon Championship tomorrow. Quickly, I'm going to bring Thanks, on sir. back the bring back the Paragon of Greatness. Paragon.
2: Uh, you know, I would be remiss if I wasn't doing my job as the RAWS Ultimate Gauntlet GM to let everybody know that Papa Shaker uh, versus Teflon Chic is now on as a match as Teflon Chic defeated Beast. Uh, he has now moved on to his third match, as I said, against Pauper Shaker. That Shaker with a capital K. If you're nasty, uh, otherwise, you know, you said we are on time constraint. We've got about 15 minutes until we've got something really important. So nobody really wants to hear me talk. I, you know, blah blah well, blah. On, I've on. sucked for the last <laughs> couple of months. <laughs> so,
0: okay. Well, that's, that's it, it is what it is. It is very unusual to see you not in the title picture on a pay per view. That is, it is a rarity to say the least for Tropical Aggression, but I've got two things for you here. Um, I spun the wheel before the show to find out who your opponent was, and then I have a gift for you. So what would you like first, the name of your opponent or the gift?
2: Uh, You know, I'll go with the opponent.
0: The opponent, tomorrow in a non-title match, you face the Men's Champion Bees.
2: Are you sure that's not the gift? Because, I mean, that's a hell of a match right there.
0: That is a hell of a match. I agree. It is going to be a hell of a match, and uh, that, that one will be a, a pretty good match. No doubt about it. Unfortunately, non-title as these the will not be defended the men's championship. But, um, so here's your second gift. This is a whisk broom and a dustpan. Go clean up all that damn glitter you spilled all over my chat room.
2: I did no such thing. I I saw the cartwheel. (laughs) I saw
0: the glitter. Go clean it up.
2: You know what? I I don't have time to argue for this. I'm trying to let you move your show along this one time.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. That is the Paragon of Greatness, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Next up, he is the mysterious one. He is. Gentlemen, he is the mysterious Marcus Caliber, you know, joining us today here on After Hours. Marcus, good evening. Oh, I wish it was. Well, I mean, so last week on on the Superstars, Calvin Clark defeated your brother Alexander in a rankings match but there was a lot going on you were at ringside uh and a a lot of things happened what happened why don't you uh, tell us about it
6: well near the end of the match like words cannot really describe what happened like but as alexander was Was about to do something. Calvin seemed like he had a knee injury, and and Alex was just doing like what we should be doing when a family member is down. So he tried to help him up, and I encouraged him to do so. But but then out of nowhere, Calvin grabs him, gives him a DDT, and and then he just gets up and and just he's like hopping around the ring like nothing when i saw that like i was distraught in total disbelief i've had my heart broken before man but but not like this and i cannot believe i cannot believe that a stepfather would do that to his own stepchildren
0: uh yeah it was it was definitely a bit disturbing, and he does calvin yeah. has definitely undergone an attitude change, no doubt about it, and uh, it all goes back to uh, dr. Fishbomb. Have you tried top getting in to see Dr. Fishbomb again about what's been going on? I don't really need to l a
6: I just knew right then and there when it happened. I just knew it wasn't good, and something tells me that dr fishbach has he's trying to get back at me, I think it might have something to do with him with or with me, sorry, rejecting his medicine, I
0: think. Well, it might be, it might be, or not. So, with that being said, Marcus, uh, I actually it, it was I I have decided that tomorrow on at Tropical Aggression, maybe you should face your stepfather Calvin Clark. What do you think? You know
6: what? That's fine with me. And Calvin, I hope you're listening because. After the match, when you were just skipping away, you did something to me. Let me tell you a little quote from a certain movie you might recognize. People once believed that when someone dies, a crow carries their soul to the land of the dead. But sometimes something so bad happens that a terrible sadness is carried with it and the soul can't rest, then sometimes, just sometimes, the crow can bring that soul back to put the wrong things right. That's right, Calvin. The one person that everyone here is very familiar with the crow is back. And let me tell you something. Daddy, like L.A. said, I'll be seeing you in the ring. This is a new crow. And this is one crow that John Taylor can't kill. I can promise you that. Your little wonderful transformation. It's only going to lead you to a land of misery. And I will bury you tomorrow
0: night. All right. Well, tomorrow it will be Marcus Caliber taking on Calvin Clark. Uh, sounds like there's going to be some bad wood, and that might get a bit ugly good luck to you tomorrow Mark thank you L.A. all right that was Marcus Caliber ladies and gentlemen uh, now it's time to bring back the Razor Razor are you there yes sir You've you've been having some success lately, feeling pretty good about yourself. You need a big match here at Tropical Aggression though to finish it up, finish off a fairly solid ranking period. Hopefully we'll find out by the end. But uh, you looking forward looking forward to your opponent here? Would you like to know who you're facing?
3: Sure, why not?
0: Tomorrow at Tropical Aggression, it will be the Razor, the chairman of RAWS taking on Strangleheart.
3: That's always a
2: fun match.
0: A fun match is that? Is that what you would say? Is that was is that? Is that is that what you you want? A fun match? That's that's kind of. I would expect more from you, the chairman of the REWS. Come on, give me a little more than that. Uh, who knows? You know, maybe a chair
6: will show up. We'll just have to see what happens.
0: All right. All right, Razor to take on Strangleheart tomorrow uh, on at Tropical Aggression. Let's see, Papa Shaker is out in the chat. I know he'd be curious to find out who he's facing, and uh, it will be Papa Shaker taking on Uncle Frank tomorrow at Tropical Aggression. Papa Shaker with a Shaker with a capital K. I'd be remiss if I didn't say that. That's Papa Sheiker Uncle Frank. Who else? Nightcrawler is out in the chat. I'm sure he he does not currently have a match. So, NC will take on. Uh, well, let's take let's have him. let spin the wheels. He will take on the man that El Vacant said he didn't know who it was earlier, but he's been in the ranking the last couple of weeks. It'll be Nightcrawler versus Spade tomorrow at Tropical Aggression. Let's see if Spade can keep him keep that ranking going. Excuse me. Uh and I think pretty much everybody else that's hanging around already knows what their matches are for tomorrow at Tropical Aggression. So Alright. Real quick, L Vacant. Let's talk about uh let's 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 talk about the match we just ran out. Let's talk about little...
1: sex, baby. Let's talk about oh wait, no, that's
0: not where you're No, going. Sorry, my bad. Not where I was going. No. I'm sorry, you were uh, saying uh, we're talking, we're talking about the Fubar City Championship, Liam O'Shaughnessy. No, that's hobo. not talking
1: about Sex Baby.
0: That is definitely not talking about Sex Baby. But it is uh,
1: talking about ratings.
0: It is. That's going to be a hell of a knockdown, dragout fight, Liam and a hobo. Hobo also uh, would be, if he were to win that match and retain the White Lightning Championship, he would be the second person in R. A. W. F history to hold both the heart, the quote-unquote hardcore titles here in R.A.W.S., the first, of course, being Uncle Frank. But uh, So Hobo has a hell of a night for himself. He has to uh, face Liam O'Shaughnessy in the Bar C3 fight and then get into the high-voltage steel cage and defend the White Lightning title against the unsettled Chris Cage. Talk to me about where you think Hobo, uh, what Hobo is going to end up being doing tomorrow. Look, if, if anybody is likely to, to match that my Uncle Frank, it's it's
1: hobo, right? I mean, if there's a person that just screams, I should have both hardcore titles, it's kind of him. Now, I will say there's another person on my radar that kind of could also make claim to that he's in one of these matches, and that's Chris Cage. So, that's that, look, I got to tell you, parents at home, you uh, you have your niños and they like to watch the wrestling. You know, more power to you, uh, good for you. They should be raised right and watch good sportsmanship conduct like like wrestling. Um, but perhaps, just, just perhaps, you should maybe cover their eyes on that match. Because I, I think it's going to be very uh,
0: bloody. I can't. I can't disagree. I think that one is. I think both. I think Hobo is in for. I. I, I think he's going to lose some blood tomorrow night, uh, in, in either one or both matches. So, hopefully, Hobo won't will come. Will be able to walk out of Puerto Rico with with all lin, limbs intact. But he's got a tough go of it tomorrow night, to say the least. All right, we're going to take a couple words from our sponsor, ladies and gentlemen. That is. Uh, and when we return, we will be talking to Will and Kevin from Sports Unstoppable and getting report on what's been going on and what we can expect out of Wrestler Unstoppable. This is RAW After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. We'll be back in just a couple seconds.
4: This segment brought to you by Flash Eek. Fine fashions for discerning
3: infidels.
9: Hi, this is Mithras the title Machine, owner of the letter M Worldwide and, according to my script here, I'm a wrestling god. Over the last couple of years since Methestra, the calming relief for Wrestler Unstoppable's many stresses, was released onto the market. We have seen a significant drop in drama in WU that can be specifically attributed to the use of Methestra. However, our research has indicated that in certain individuals and situations, Methestra's effectiveness can sometimes not be enough. This is why we are introducing Methestra Extra Strength. For those times when you feel overwhelmed by the frustrations of inbox stalking, god-modding, or boring Hall of Fame scenes that refuse to disappear
1: from your feed,
9: Methestra Extra Strength is produced right here in the heartland of America, Stillwater, Oklahoma, the home of the world's largest testicle festival. It's made of nearly all natural ingredients and is put through a rigorous testing procedure before finding its way into your medicine cabinet. Let's take a look at some of those results with the testimony of some real Unstoppable wrestlers.
3: Hey, this is Fred Starr. Before I started taking Methestra Extra Strength, I was getting pretty upset with some of these no-talent idiots here in Unstoppable. I nearly quit several times to go play DC Legends exclusively. But now I'm rejuvenated and can handle all these moronic douchebags trying to tick me off because I take Methestra extra strength. Thanks, Methestra.
8: Hey, y'all, this is Buzz Revelator, and God knows before I started taking Methestra, I wanted to take my shotgun and fill all these idiots and crybabies with lead. But now, since taking Methestra extra strength, I can sit back and laugh at all these redneck wannabes who just wish they could be as talented and beautiful and awesome and witty, and oh, did I mention beautiful? As me. Thanks,
2: Methestra. Hello, this is Paragon of Greatness. Star, stage, ring, and screen. With my hectic schedule these days, it's easy for me to get frustrated with all the drama queens. Not just in Wrestler Unstoppable, but in Hollywood as well. You wouldn't believe what a diva Kate Upton is. Not as much of a diva as Susie the Elf, but that's another story altogether. However, thanks to Methestra Extra Strength, I'm a lot more calm and can manage this stressful schedule a lot easier. I now have what it takes to be an even bigger megastar in the squared circle and in the box office. Thanks, Methestra.
9: There you have it, folks. Mithestra, Extra Strength.
2: Worked for them.
9: Now let it work for you. Take it from me, Mithras, the title machine. Mithestra, Extra Strength will help you live a happier, more fulfilling life in Wrestler Unstoppable. Let the glass-jawed bullies Luck jobbers, whiners, complainers, and drama llamas enjoy their misery
0: while you have Methestra with Extra Strength. Warning, Methestra can cause symptoms such as diarrhea, nausea, backache, frontache, heartache, anal seepage, anal leakage, and general butthurt. hurt. Do not use Methestra if you use heavy machinery, drive a tractor, read comic books, play dodgeball, sell Girl Scout cookies, flagellate more than twice a day, or listen to any show hosted by Hollywood Rock All right, we are back. This is RAWF after hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network and L Vacant. Uh, it's time we kind of turn over the board here. I'm going to bring on the COO of of Sports Unstoppable, uh, Will. Are you there? Uh, I am. All right. Well, I'll let you bring in Kevin, and you two take it away.
1: All right. Hold on a second. Let me just pull him in here, Kevin. Yellow. There you go.
9: All right. Well, hey, guys. Thank you for uh, having us on, uh, Amadeus. You know, it's kind of funny. Whenever, I, whenever we speak with you, I feel like the Roger Rabbit movie where, you know, I'm the uh, human talking to an animated character. That's, that's not an insult. It's just kind of a funny, I think, observation. But uh, appreciate the time. It's obviously the top-rated uh, Log Talk Show for, uh, for WU, and we, uh, we appreciate you doing that for the, the players and uh, and engaged, so that's a good thing. So uh, kudos to you and many things. We appreciate it. Now, um, Any... one of the – couple of things – oh, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, anytime, Kevin. Well,
9: so a couple of things we just want to – to bring up um, with folks, and I'm actually not able to see the chat at the moment, um, but uh, Will, if you see something that, that needs to be addressed, just let me know. Um, Will do. Or actually, if there's questions, uh, just repeat them, and, and we can answer them. Uh, so there's several things. Um, number one, just wanted to uh, – we had a little bit of, a, of an issue with USL uh, this week, and, and actually occasionally the past few months. We just wanted to remind folks of the rules uh, in USL, which is that you are allowed to have alts, but they have to be in the same stable as as your main. Um, You can't have alts in other stables, particularly not in the same group. Um, And you can certainly, this is the one exception where you can uh, provide uh, fan support and love boosts to your alts, again, if they're in the same stable. Otherwise, that's a, a big no-no uh, outside of USL. Um, you know, so that's the reason for that is that outside of USL provides an unfair advantage. Um, and then the other thing was that uh, the new moves, uh, well, a couple of things. Uh, the new moves that we added or uh, seem to be working well and seem to have a good acceptance. And it's always cool to see people using them and learning about them. Um, one thing that... Uh, We did years ago, actually, when we changed uh, the closest punch from being a a DQ move. Uh, We also changed the fail rate on another move that (laughs) is interesting because it was the corkscrew senton. And I can tell you, and I don't know if, if Amadeus, if you saw this in the match between Mithras and Hawkster, Hawkster hit the corkscrew twice in one turn. Now, that's a pretty big deal. Um, and I just wanted to let folks know that, that it had been changed significantly. Now, is it the most efficient, um, the most efficient move in, in the arsenal? No, absolutely not. But if you're playing more for the role play and um, the entertainment side as opposed to what I would call the more conventional gaming side, it's a fun move. Um, and, and you know it's, it's worth trying out and, and measuring some of the numbers for yourself. Um, so we definitely recommend that. And then finally, uh, and if I'm going too fast, just let me know. Uh, Finally, we have added and we are going to be adding more items to the store. Um, Now, every time we add items, the legitimate, in my opinion, question comes up. Why why is SU putting money into developing new items as opposed to, quote, unquote, fixing the game? All right. Well, the reason for that is the game is what it is, and it is not really possible without – completely wiping out everybody's records, coins, wrestler bucks, everything, and totally rebuilding the game with uh, starting from zero, basically, ground zero on the database. So we really can't do it. And that was a conscious decision that we made right after buying the game, or maybe even shortly before, that we decided we didn't want to rebuild the database because we didn't think it was fair for the people who had already bought things um, to lose all of that. That was a much different perspective and approach than our predecessors. And, and I'm actually okay with that for a number of reasons that we had a different approach. Um, so we are adding new things and they are going to be more detail items. Um, I, you know, I don't know how many t-shirts we can really have, but we are adding things like, uh, like I say, details. For example, it sounds silly, but boot laces. I mean, something as simple as that you know can really add a bit of a twist or a bit of a you know a, a zing uh to to your wrestler's um, appearance and again oriented towards the um the people that are you maybe playing both as gamers conventionally as well as for the role play side um it's kind of fun to have different colored laces so we've got a few that are up right now and uh more should be coming um, we also have uh, a, a new theme that will be coming down the road in terms of um, T-shirts. Actually, I just said we weren't, but we are. We're going to do T-shirts and trunks with a uh, Spartan uh, theme, which means basically it will have the traditional uh, Spartan icon uh, kind of in a modernistic uh, uh, you know, design. And we think that will be kind of cool. And we'll have the, you know, the phrase "Molon Mabe, which means come and take it or come and take them um, which you may know from the movie 300 uh, which refers to when the Persians were attacking the, uh, the Spartans and the Persians demanded that they turn over their weapons and the Spartans said come and take them through our lobby so we've got that coming along we'll have more overlays for the conventional uh, wrestling trunks the the ones that you see on 85% of wrestlers um, you know so these might you can wear these things on the 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 more popular, you know, in WU at least, the more popular jeans and skirts and stuff. But they are being designed specifically for uh, the conventional trunks. Um, So you'll have more choices uh, for that. Um, We're also coming up with more colors and – well, actually more textures, um, which will result in different colors for uh, the conventional uh, trunks as well as some other items, other tights as well. Uh, Because, again, that's more tying in with, with real professional wrestling and uh, um, I understand that somebody earlier was talking about uh, educating um, the players. Kind of a kind of an obnoxious comment for them to make. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, educating the players about you know the, the the sport of professional wrestling, and so we're we're trying uh, on the SU side to support that with more um, realistic uh, items in the shop. Um, so you aren't going to be seeing. You know, um, I don't know. You're not going to be seeing uh, the, the czar's, you know, military outfit from 1912. I mean, you're not going to see that. You're going to be seeing wrestling chops and, you know, stripes and, and stars or whatever, lightning bolts. Um, so that'll, that'll be a good thing, um, we think. And we do have noticed a bit of an uptick in uh, new and returning players. So that's good. Um, we have not really been in a position to market the game uh, due to a variety of issues, um, some relatively significant um, business issues at the main enterprise in 2019, pretty much crippled us. And so we were unable to, to invest heavily uh, across the board, including in, in sports and stoppable. Uh, but those problems have, have, uh, uh, well, they were solved and um, which is a good thing. It was a lot of, you know, a lot out of me but it's resolved so we're moving ahead with with certain things and we are looking at a couple of items that uh, are issues that will is going to talk about with regards to uh dealing with the fact that with all the new moves you know (laughs) the list of moves when you're in your game or in your match is sometimes too long and doesn't display and we are well aware of that. Uh, one of the benefits of having uh, people on staff in the game is that they, they can see firsthand how these problems are, as opposed to just you know theoretically or uh, you know, esoterically knowing about it. We know firsthand uh, what the problems are, and we're not going to just say, eh, screw it," you know, get over it. No, we're going to fix it. Um, and then there's some other things I think with move slots that that we'll talk about. So. Without much further ado, as I can't see the, uh, the the chat, so I don't know if there are any questions. Not as yet.
1: Over to. Okay, cool. Uh, Will, it's over to you. All right. Uh, so, as he was saying, we are aware, um, you know, that you can – at this point, there are so many move slots that you can uh, put too many moves into a category, and they kind of scroll off the top. So, you can't – even though technically it's on your move list, you can't click on the move because it's all at the top right now, uh, we are looking in to see if we can find a, uh, a fix for that. Uh, if we can fix that in a way that does not upset the the, the, the the framework of the game as it sits today, and that's that's kind of Kevin 11. Uh, Kevin yeah, Kevin 11. He's coming soon to you. It was a big gulp from Kevin 11. Uh, so, as Kevin alluded to earlier, um, you know, we, we, we have to be careful about everything we do because, you know, the game's been around a long time and, you know, you don't want to do the wrong thing, next thing you know, it's a cascading problem. Um, so if we can do this without causing those problems uh, and make it so that 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 list is no longer truncated, uh, we will be adding more uh, move slots so people don't have to constantly go in and change their moves all the time when they want to, you know, tr- change up what they're doing because we, do we are aware that there are quite a few moves in-game at this time. Um, many of them there for flavor, uh, but, you know, the kind of the point of the game, right? It's wrestling, you want that flavor. Um, now, that being said, I kind of want to just step back. The last set of uh, moves we did around uh, the holidays, um, we added a new whole new category of moves, like basically finishers, right? And they were limited time moves. We get asked a lot about, hey, when are they coming back? Where are they coming back? Um, at this time, there is no set schedule, but I do know that uh, Kevin and I have been discussing that, yeah, it is probably time we need to figure out when the next one's going to be. Um, the intent when we created them is that uh, around major holidays we would bring them back for set periods of time, and then they would go away. Um, we may revisit that and decide if that, you know, because we have been getting a lot of requests before it, we, maybe we 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 move it up, and you know, it's not just major holidays. Uh, Kevin and I will, you know, that's one of the things that's on the on the on the table for discussion right now. Uh, feedback on that is always you know appreciated, and we, you know we like to hear what people think. Um, another side thing that I've been working on and now have actually fixed. um, I've been uh, through with help from several players that I've been kind of collecting a little list of uh, syntax and grammar issues in the game where sometimes it would say the wrong person did the move to the wrong person, or it would gender someone when it shouldn't, you know, we try to be everything gender neutral because we don't know whether the male or female character will be doing it. Um, So I had a list and, um, We've been going through and fixing those and actually have it now in a way that I can fix them relatively easily. So if a player sees any sort of syntax error like that, just send, you know, either, you know, copy, paste it and throw it into an inbox, into Will CO's inbox, and uh, I'll fix it. And it's pretty, we can do it pretty easily at this point. Um, so that's pretty handy. I'm trying to think what else did I want to bring up? What else did I want to bring up? Um, Oh, so another project I'm, I'm working on, and I, and I don't, you know, don't hold me this. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm trying to see if we can come up with a way to do it. So, for, you know, we had uh, for a while, you know, we were doing things where you could win a custom item or things like that, and unfortunately, just due to a whole bunch of things, we really can't do that anymore. Um, but we have been trying to come up with a system where players could purchase a um, – it, it, the ability to put something in game now we would have to come up with parameters to say hey you know you'd have to provide us the art you know and we and then for X whatever price it is it, it probably would be a ridiculous price but have to cover the man hours to put it in game um, we would put that in the store uh, you know probably either as like either a set t-shirt or a an overlay to put on a t-shirt you know so if you wanted a thing for your company or for you yourself um, it would be something that People could purchase. Now we're still, again, this, this is. In, I'm still researching it to see how we would do it, how we would make that work. Um, but we're hoping that that's something a that people would be interested in, and b that we can make happen. Uh, I think, Kevin, was there anything else
2: I was supposed to bring up on this?
9: I'm trying to think, I think there You were else. supposed to bring up that I should not be muting myself. Um, I think that was it. Um i did I, I actually wanted to um uh, mention something about both the uh what you just were talking about um and um the fails uh most notably uh, you know i'm I'm obviously the, the backer of the company and the other companies and so when we talk about pricing and costs um you know we're not really getting anything out of advertising revenues we're getting a little bit but nowhere near. Anywhere near, by any stretch of the imagination, covering our costs, And, you know, the decision has to be made, you know, with the game being as it is, we are going to have to charge some cash item or cash for some items, such as I believe the custom items because we're paying cash, real cash out to get those done. Now, it's not going to be a $100, or anything, but um, we really can't, I can't justify out of my pocket um, paying for that. You know, and and it's not to be mean, and it's not, you know, oh somebody was mean to me or whatever. No, it's it's a business, and as I say, I'd, I'd rather have, quite frankly, the um, game remaining open and operational, than playing martyr and saying, well, we'll lose more money. Well, no, we won't. <laughs> um, and then the other thing, I'm sorry, guys, I I am I'm, I'm old and. <laughs> And I'm forgetting uh, my thoughts, but that, that was the main thing. I, I, oh, the fail rates. Um, you know, we are aware that there have been definitely noticeable waves, but I, I just, and I've heard a lot about them recently. And I just wanted to say that nothing appears, and I know everybody's going to groan because I would groan too if I were a player and not involved with SU, but fact is. <laughs> It's, it is what it is. And, and it's, we haven't seen any outrageous trends. Um, again, one of the benefits of having somebody be an actual player and not just going in, playing a match and saying, oh, the, the moose list is too short. No, no. Having somebody in there that's doing 100 matches a day, quite literally 100 matches a day, that person is seeing the, the trends. And, um, you know, I know, in, you know firsthand in particular, that there are ways of, of fails. That's my personal advice or observation. It may be totally wrong, um, but it is something that I personally have, or I've noticed. I'll just put it that way. And it, it happens, unfortunately. But the good news is, and I was actually speaking to somebody about USL and the USL uh, title match that's coming up for this ta- current past season. And the thing is that you know. Back in 2014, when it looked like the game was closing down because nobody came in with the bucks to, to or the, the cash to cover it, um, yeah, it made a difference because there wasn't likely to be another USL title match. It wasn't likely, or battle. There wasn't likely to be another UEW World Championship or Championship. There wasn't likely to be, you know, more RAWS events. But because the game was purchased and um, invested in and maintained, those things are all going on. And so if, if something happens and you get, quite frankly, screwed, well, guess what? There's always next week. Um, I happen to be very familiar again with a, with a particular wrestler who really screwed up and lost three important matches this, this past week in a division which he really likes, and it was kind of outside of his, his, uh, his fault quite frankly it was fails and um that's gonna happen but that person um you know is thinking well guess what there's another season there's another chance and so you move on is it annoying yeah it's annoying as hell but it's there's always another opportunity you know it, it, things aren't shutting down um so i just want to kind of get that out there and, and, and ask folks to take a deep breath Sometimes, you know, or don't sometimes take a deep breath. Take a deep breath when sometimes it's, it's, it seems like the game is totally against you because it's not. It's just, you know, luck and the quote-unquote fail theory, which is really luck. And sometimes those numbers, the, the calculations get screwy, um, you know, and it happens. Um, but there's always another time. So patience is a virtue in this case. Will, back
1: over to you. All right, so we've had some questions, any questions uh, on that. Okay. Yeah, we've yeah. had two questions come in while you were talking about that, but I'll, I'll just address them because they're, mm-hmm. they're they're mm-hmm. my side anyway. Can you repeat the questions, please? Can you repeat All the right, questions? All right, so I was asked if uh, I'm trying to find the exact specific question. Um, will there ever be a way to get ad-based wrestler bucks again? All right, so now no. it's story time with Will COO. Um So when we were able to do the rest of the what, what a lot of you refer to as the buck butt button, what that was is a very old a system that was very popular for many years with free-to-play games, um, you know, where you could watch videos and get in-game credits to do that. Um, we had a partner that was one of the last existing companies to do that. And they were they were not what you would call the easiest partner to deal with, but they were really the only one left doing it. Um, so we did everything we could to work with them. And then suddenly one day we realized, hey, they're not Uh, they're not paying their bills. That's a problem. And then, you know, we started trying to work on that. And then we realized, hey, the ads aren't actually giving the players the wrestler bucks when they're supposed to. That That's also a problem. And then very shortly after that, they stopped giving ads. And that's when we found out when I went to contact them about them that the company no longer existed. They closed up shop without telling anyone. Like any of their partners, they just didn't tell us. So unfortunately, that is why the buck bubble went away. You know, so we had a little window where we were trying to figure out how do we deal with this, how we do this. And I went out there and I searched high and low for anyone who did anything even vaguely similar. I can tell you, didn't find any. So do I think there's going to be like a buck button style answer again? Uh, If I can find one, the answer is maybe. Assuming assuming it makes sense financially. But I have been unable to find a partner who does that um, to handle that. Unfortunately, they were also the same partner who dealt with the fact that if you wanted to click the bucks button up at the top in five bucks, they handled that too. Uh, so that's why that button no longer works. What we have done, and there are scenes in game and you know, things to do, that you can now contact, contact us directly. We'll give you a price sheet. You know, and through PayPal, we can invoice you and we're selling bucks directly. Um, I will say, and I think Kevin will back me up with this, actually, it's been pretty successful. Like, you know, people have been pretty uh, open to it, um, and it's been working pretty well for us. Uh, I think it's, it's actually been working better better for us than that partner did for several years. Uh, so, I, you know, we very much appreciate those who have been buying bucks from us and help support the game. It's, it's uh, you know, it's very, as I said, appreciated. Um and uh, we had another question here about is there any way to support the game to finance to invest into the game that isn't just buying wrestler bucks? Uh, right at this time, uh, the answer to that, and again, please, Kevin, correct me if I'm wrong, but my, as far as I know right now, the answer to that is no. Uh, but uh, Kevin, actually, and I have discussed, sorry. Actually,
9: yeah, um, we don't have, you uh, know, this might sound kind of lame, but we don't really have like a GoFundMe page. Well, maybe we should, but anyhow, if you want to, um, if you want to just, you know, pay us uh, cash through PayPal, we'll take it. Um, and that's the thing with the Wrestler Bucks. If, if, you know, if somebody's buying the Wrestler Bucks for cash, it's basically, effectively, it's a donation because the 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 way we monetize um, our assets is such that the Wrestler Bucks really are have a uh, a non-hard financial cost to us, and in fact, uh, it's it's a decent cost. So, you know, the the best way to do it is to, to to buy wrestler bucks. Actually, even if you don't need them, you know, put them in your company, um, or a company, you know, make a tournament. Because there's plenty of people out there because of the 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 collapse of the provider for the buck bubble. Um, there's lots of people that can't get bucks anymore, and and, and I will add to Will's comments about that. Amadeus, I'm afraid we running over, um, that that model actually, that monetization model of, of being paid to, to watch ads, that actually disappeared, not for us, I mean, we were still doing it into 2019 or so, but um, that actually disappeared in the industry back in the early 2000s. I, I was really shocked that it went as long as it did in WU. Um, We were not making a ton of ton of money, and even on the direct purchase, excuse me, even on the direct purchases, we weren't making a ton of money. An example is if somebody overseas was buying, especially if they were buying through using their phone, um, we'd wind up with nothing. So because of all the commissions
0: and discounts and blah blah blah. So
9: anyways. I have, have, extend,
0: on, on I the have extended platform. the show just in case we need the extra time, Kevin, and well. So don't Thank feel you. like you have to wrap it up immediately. We
9: can wait. We could take donations. We could just sit here and wait for people to send in checks and cash. Uh, that was well,
1: joke. Uh, so uh, well, kind of. One thing I, I was going to bring up about that is something Kevin and I have discussed on and off actually for a couple of years, and I still I still kind of look into it to figure out like how to make it work is some games like this like I've seen. Like, I'm an avid gamer. I play games all over the place. And, and some games have a thing where, yeah, it's a free-to-play game, but you could, you can buy a monthly subscription to it for X whatever dollars, and you just get things that make sense. Um, and I've been trying to figure out, like, what would that be for, for WU uh, for a while now? Like, what would make it, you know, what would be a reasonable thing other than just, hey, here's some Rettler bucks every month? Um you know, so I'm trying to figure out, like, what would that subscription be if someone said, hey, I'm giving you guys, you know, 10 bucks a month or $20, whatever it is, um, you know, and what do, they, what, is, what do they get in return for that? Um, and, you know, so again, that's something, you know, you know if, if you guys have ideas like, hey, here, this, you know, that's something I'd be interested in, this is kind of stuff that I think would be cool, hit us up. You yeah. know, the worst thing we can do is say, oh, that doesn't work. That's the worst thing we can say is that doesn't work. But you may get, You might have the idea that we go, oh, my God, that's a great idea. Let's do that. You know, and we, and we always listen, and we try to listen. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I can't name things off the top of my head, but I know there's stuff that people have said, hey, why don't you guys do X? You know, and then I go to Kevin about it, and we're, like, and we're like, yeah, why don't we do that? And then we do it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually the very first time we added uh, move slots was because people asked us for them. And mm-hmm. I went to Kevin, hey, why? you know, is there a reason we can't do this? And He's like, no, I love them too, honestly. So we looked into seeing what it would take to do it you know, um, as a very early example of that. Uh, So that is one of the things, uh, you know, that is, we're kind of trying to look into to see what we could do with that. Um, You know, that's also, again, one of the things in game is for, is, you know, I mean, frankly, it's the, you know, kind of support the game and, you know, it will have to, if we do come up with it in a way to pay for it, uh, we'll, you know, it'll, it'll, you know, have to have some monetary value to it because we have to pay the hourly rate for someone to do that work. And, you know, we have to make some profit off with the help to keep game going. Um, if, if, if I, if, if I may,
9: will if I may uh, just folks, we, we actually are further along uh, on that. Um, not that we're anywhere near implementation, but we know what it's going to take to do it. Um, we, we are welcoming uh, comments for what, what should be part of the package, um, whether or not there should be tiers. I'd rather just keep it simple and low cost uh, for, for the players. Um, so we are closer to that than it, than it sounded like. Will, I uh, just want to emphasize that. We it, Now it's the matter of the technology or how to do it. Is. Right, that, that's, that's not the real that's part, the hardest of is, part
1: How do we implement it um, in a way that isn't massively labor-intensive? <laughs> um, right. The, uh, and that's the key part of that. Um, well, there was another question I went by here while I was talking about. This. Let me just roll up here and see. Uh, someone did mention about the whole ad revenue is important, don't use ad blockers. Uh, that, I'm just going to go with, you know that mean where the guy just points up and it says this? Yeah, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, trying to think and it's what a else. pain, we know. Uh, there was, I'm trying to find it. Someone had asked a question. I'm trying to scroll up to find it.
8: Uh, I'd like to oh, So someone that. had
1: asked, so that question. wasn't on there, but someone asked me directly in uh, the other chat group. Um, right now uh, we only take PayPal Uh, and I know there are people have been asking especially people who play from other countries if there's other ways to do it Uh, unfortunately right now to set up with somebody else would be very very good if I really looked into it to see other ways to do it and unfortunately uh, it it doesn't look like that's going to happen there are ways to get around like if you have a place where you literally just cannot use PayPal um, I express that they should just uh, message me directly on Facebook uh, Facebook through you know through one of our pages um and we'll try and see if we can figure out a way to way to do something um but uh it's it is it's complicated and i don't know that we're going to have just a simple hey now we're also working with we pay or whatever we app or whatever it is uh, the one that's very being very popular over in Asia, um like i because that's one of the ones i looked mm-hmm. into and no i are not going to be working with them
9: if i if i may will um the problem is, too, with all these services exploding all over the place, you know, seems like everybody's starting a chat service or a, uh, or a payment service. And the problem is that you've got fixed fees. And so we chose to go with PayPal because it was the biggest and because their fees were the most reasonable, which means that we can keep our costs low, which means we can keep our co- uh, any costs or expenses low to you all, any pricing um, we can keep low. Um, as opposed to being stuck with 20 different minimum monthly fees for payment services that three people use. Um, right. You know, exactly. we, just, we just can't. We're not going to do that. It's too expensive. Well, what was the other question,
1: Will? Um, I think I've answered. Has, if anyone has any questions that I haven't answered yet, chime in. But I think I've answered all the questions that have come in.
9: I wanted mm. to mention the, um, the Players Council. That um, when we first bought uh, W, when I first bought it, uh, and you know, Will's obviously a, a, a part owner. Um, you know, one of the things going in, you know, before we even bought it, that was part of the strategic plan, the business plan. To have a council of players that that would advise us on running the game and. You know, it worked out pretty well initially, but interest waned, I think, um, not, not – lo- I mean, it wasn't, like, immediately, and it wasn't, you know, yesterday. But midway through our ownership, I think interest kind of waned because we were responding. Um, I'm going to take credit for that as a company, and I think we responded pretty well. Um, and things had been running pretty smoothly such that there were no, you know, big debates uh, that needed to be made. In, in the Players' Council. And in fact, some of the player Council members had to leave the game for personal reasons outside of and unrelated to uh, Wrestle Unstoppable. So we haven't really been pushing that. And, um, you know, I think that you all know that, that Will and, and I are pretty approachable, um, I hope. And so if there is something, and, and we do see things such as this past week, there was, like I said, the issue with USL, you, know, you got somebody you can talk to. Um, we're not going to keep the door shut. That was uh, a bunch of BS that was rumored back right as and before we bought the game, um, and that was obviously fake news to say the least. Um, so our doors are open, and and we're we're willing to to listen. Sometimes, you know, Most of the time, not most of the time. Sometimes we can't help. Sometimes there's stuff that well, it is what it is. But other times, yeah, we'll we'll address things. So.
1: Because oh, okay. it, it happens, and I get, you know, a lot of times when you're reaching out to one of us, you, something has happened, that as a player, you're probably pretty upset. Might I ask, yep. that when you reach out to us, you don't do it with a series of pointless scripts. Because they don't, all they do is make it harder for us to, A, find out what the problem is, and deal with it. If you just tell us what the problem is, we're going to look into it, and we're going to deal with it the way the rules that we've set forth tell us to deal with it. The rest is just clouding the issue. There's no need for it. It's superfluous. Just
3: tell us what the problem is.
1: Let us deal with it.
9: I mean, we definitely understand being stressed out and upset, and I I think that that, that's not a character flaw. I think it's indicative. For many people, it's indicative of how invested they are mentally in the game, which means that they're really dedicated uh, to the game and they really like it. Um, so we we get that. Um, all, all we would ask is that you know, take a deep, again. Take a deep breath. Um, we're on your side. I mean, this is not you know 2012. You know, you don't have the company coming at you all the time with stupid stuff. We definitely are on the player's side, but sometimes, I mean, there's always at least two, and sometimes twenty. <laughs> excuse me, sides to every story, and so we can't fix everything to your immediate and perfect satisfaction. And that also brings up the point that we can't and rarely can we share with you or with players um, what we've done to address an issue. So, for example, if, if Joe Blow and Susie Smith are the same person, right, ones and all, and they're exchanging bot in, I don't know, in, in a company match, and if that gets reported, you know, we're not going to say anything to you or whoever uh, reports it because we will, we will address it with that person, whether it be a warning, short ban, midterm ban, long-term ban, permanent ban. We will address it with them, but we generally don't address it with anyone else uh, as part of our privacy policy because sometimes in how things are being dealt with, there are private matters involved. And, um, again, this is not 2012. We're not going to violate the privacy as was done in the past, we believe. Um, so I, I think while it seems annoying, I, I, hope y'all, I hope players can see why it's actually a benefit. It's, it can be annoying. I get that. But having experienced firsthand um, you know, my, my privacy, grossly violated preceding the sports unstoppable, um, it's something I personally feel very strongly about and that no one should ever feel unsafe uh, with their personal information in the hands at Sports Unstoppable.
1: Just to add to that, um, well, we, we believe in that well, policy so much that I can't tell you how many times Kevin and I have literally been in a meeting talking, looking at the screen, watching people bald-faced lie on the feed about why yeah. they were, uh, why they were banned for mm-hmm. whatever period they were. Yeah. And, we believe in the policy so much that we don't go on the feed and correct them, right? because to correct them, we right. have to break our privacy policy.
9: Well, I think we'll – I think one day, folks, um, and I, I bet you all can relate to this. I can count on one hand how many times someone has told the truth about why they were banned. I mean look, probably quite – well, I, it's not, I can think generally.
1: of two. I can think of two.
9: So – you know when you hear, oh, I was banned because I stuck my tongue out at Will. No, they weren't banned because they stuck their tongue out. If it sounds stupid, it is, and it's <laughs> gonna be fake. Um, and that's you know one of the surprises that when we uh, invested in WU, we didn't expect that, but we probably should have. But all the folks in this room, you're, you're cool, we're good.
1: So I, I will address two things about how policy does work on how we deal with issues, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I think is funny, and, and again, Kevin, came back to this because I've, I've I've laughed about, well, I mean laughed in that kind of dark humor kind of way about this for years, that I'd say 80 to 85 percent of the people who catch a ban, it's not because of what they did, it's because of how they react to the warning they're given. They're just given a verbal warning like, hey, this was against the rules, please don't do that again and then they break one of the major toss rules which is you know they decide to have a giant rant at staff which is not okay and then they get warned hey you, you need to stop this is not okay this is a person doing their job you it's, don't do that and they go further and they don't they don't drop it and then they force that mod to ban them so, I mean, that's one thing I want to say. Look, if you, if, stuff, if if a mod comes into your into your inbox and says, "Hey, I need you to stop doing that," just remember, it's someone just yeah. doing their job. They're not there to harass you. They're not being unfair to anyone. They're they're literally just doing their job. All we ask is that you let them. Um, and uh, yeah. on, on the side note to that, uh, we also get a lot of people like, "Well, Bobby did this. How come they got a 3 good fan? But you know. When this person did it, nothing happened. So I said, well, okay, yeah, that might be true. Might, they may might have done the exact same thing, but what did Bobby do two weeks ago? What did Bobby do two months ago? You know, like if I can take per, player A and player B, right? And if they have done the exact same thing and had the exact same history, like no, they've never done anything wrong before, they're both going to get a warning unless it's so far breaking of the rules that it, it, it can't be a warning, right? They're going to get that first warning. But here's the thing. Now, what if player A, so if they've never done anything wrong and they do, whatever you know crime a is and then you get player b over here who's done 13 things wrong in the last year and they do the same thing well they're likely not going to get a warning because they've been warned x number of times so it's not a case of you know they did the same thing why did they get different punishment well yeah they may have done the same thing but they don't have the same history it's the same way that if you know you show up to court with your first ever speeding ticket and the guy next to him has the same speeding ticket but it's his 14th ticket the judge is going to be a little harsh on the guy with the fourteenth ticket, right. um, and, and people don't if seem I, to quite if I get could, that. If I
9: could also add to that, um, that you know, and we're we're talking with y'all like conversationally here. This isn't accusations at anybody in this room, or really anybody in particular. It just always surprises me, or it's always amusing, I guess, in a sarc- sarcastic kind of way. And where you might agree, how all this you know, people do something. They won't admit to it, even though, you know, we're looking right at it. And then they don't even say, I'm sorry. And you know what's funny to me is that an I'm sorry goes a hell of a long way. Uh, towards, you know, company is going to think about a player in terms of do they understand a, do they understand what they did wrong so that we don't have to think, huh are they going to do this exact same thing a month from now, which we kind of, you know, you can imagine, we have to think about there are certain players that keep doing the same thing over and over. Um, so we have to think, did they understand what was wrong or what they did was wrong? And do we think they're going to continue to do so? Um, and for us as a company, you know, we'd rather keep players than get rid of them. I mean, <laughs> really we would, because that's the, 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 the financial model, um, And you know, But when when somebody's abusing things such that other players are leaving because of it, we have to make that decision. And like I say, as simple, I'm sorry. Um, But it's it's interesting to me because I think culturally nobody wants to say I'm sorry and nobody wants to admit they made a mistake. Um, A lot of philosophical reasons for it. A lot of it has to do with education. But in any event, uh, my point being, you know, if you know somebody who's, you know, hyperventilating that they basically got caught. (laughs) <laughs> doing something wrong. Just say, look, just say you're sorry, and see what happens. Because will let me know. I mean, what do you think? I mean, do you agree that if somebody says, yeah, you know
1: what, you're, I'm sorry, I, I screwed up? Uh, I mean, That's yeah. I mean, that does go goes lot. a pretty good way. Because look, I again, not going to name any names, not going to break any confidences, but I can think of at least one instance in recent time where there there is a person who.
8: You know, they, they play a
1: heel character and sometimes goes a little over the edge on the heel character stuff, and I have to kind of center rest of saying, hey, uh, could you not do that? And you know what that person has done every single time it's ever happened? Oh, man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to push that far. I won't do it again. And they've never done it again. Yep. Every time I've ever yep. talked to them, it's about something different. Yeah, you know exactly who I'm talking about, but we're not going to mention that. Um, and it's one of the reasons that player has actually never gotten banned, because they've never repeated the thing we've talked to them about, not once. Have we talked to them several times? Yes. Sure. But every single time, their answer was, "Oh man, yeah, I probably took that too far. My bad, you know, like you know." And they'll go back and delete the stuff if it's if it's bad, if it's deletable, um, and you know, and and they they don't do it again. So that's a big plus, you know. When they don't make our job harder, that's good. <laughs>
9: I think we should probably wrap this up unless there's any because it's a quarter after twelve. Uh, did anyone Amadeus, have? Any I, I, I don't want to. Amadeus, did you have anything?
0: No, I'm good. I think I learned quite a bit. All today. right,
9: we've we've monologued our way for quite a while here. Um, just <laughs> want to thank you, uh, Amadeus, for your time. Um, And folks really for for listening and uh, for engaging and having questions. And honestly, not honestly, but candidly, thank you so much for playing Wrestler Unstoppable. Uh, Believe me, we know it can be frustrating as hell, but hopefully you're getting something good out of it, whether it be escapism or meeting new people or, you know, um, the gaming aspect of winning and losing, whatever it is. Um, Thank you. Uh, really sincerely for, for playing the game because you keep it open. The people buying rest of bucks, you keep it open for real um, in many ways. And then also the general managers and owners of corporations that, that are, you know, public or not public, but private companies that are for more than just being a bank. Uh, we thank you and, and we recognize how much you're doing for the game uh, because without those companies, uh, RAWF is a great example. Um, you know, how would people engage? What would keep them here? And and RAWF, again, is a perfect example of what keeps people in WU. So thank you, everybody. And, uh, you know, Will and I are always available. So thank you for your time, Amadeus. Y'all have a great night. I'm going to stay on the line if, if that's okay. Uh, I'll mm-hmm.
1: mute. Oh, uh, just a little side note because I did say, hey, you know, if you need to reach out, blah, blah. obviously I, I'm, I'm in my Will CEO account all the time, so you can reach out there. Um, but the other thing I would say is I have a Facebook account that is specifically for uh, for this. Uh, it is a, I, I put it out there all the time. People, a lot of people know it. Um, and I have a set policy that on, unless you harass, um, if you are in the game and you send a friend a request to that account, I accept it. Um, and there have been very, very few exceptions to that. Um, and only a couple people have then used it to try and harass and then they've been blocked. But uh, So I also take uh, a... a uh, you know, I, 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 I take questions through there. Uh, now, sometimes the answer is, hey, that's pretty, that's pretty much a formal complaint. I need you to put in a ticket or I need you to put it in through game. Um, but, like, you know, offhanded questions like, oh, hey, I just got a simple question about blah, blah. Sometimes that's a really good way to get a hold of me um, because, you know, I'm doing four or five things at once and I'm not in game at that moment. Um, so I highly recommend that. Actually, you know what? Someone made a point. Let me – I should probably post how to get me from that one.
9: Uh, while you're doing that um thank you again and anything else Will you want to add while you're doing that
1: uh no because it's not a link I can't post it um okay. alright it's not like you post the link uh okay yeah no unfortunately it's, I can't post links in here okay, okay.
9: alright well thank you so much again everybody have a great night I'll stay on the line and uh uh, listening to the wonderful
0: entertainment of R.A.W.F. Well, we're just actually going get to re- get going here, wrapping it up. Uh, we're going to skip the promotions tomorrow. We'll do them again tomorrow. We'll do promotions tomorrow at Tropical Aggression. Uh, but thank you, Kevin, Will, very much. Very informative. And uh, hopefully a lot of people will listen to the replay that aren- weren't here live tonight and uh, get the get the information that we all got tonight. All right, so El Vacant. I'll see. Well, I I, I hear that hear you're going you've got plans in in uh, Puerto Rico. Uh, you have fun. We'll be here tomorrow at live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for RAWF Tropical Aggression for El Vacant. I'm Lord Amadeus. This has been RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Uh say say good night, Elvegan.
6: Good night, Elvegan.
0: Lucky Land Casino
1: asking people what's the weirdest place
5: you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Uh-huh, in my dentist's office.